<laughs> hey there, welcome to Pop Culture Cupid. I'm Alison, love coach, here to help you single people find your way back to love. And I'm Michal, I'm a single life coach. I help singles embrace themselves and their singleness, as well as develop a healthy self-relationship. In this podcast, we will look at how pop culture impacts romance, dating, and your love life. And each week, we'll shoot another arrow through another pop culture delusion. I, I thought we weren't going to do the whole cheesy <laughs> thing. And then burst into smithereens. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's so cringe! <sighs> Sorry, it's in the intro now. <laughs> if you make it through the chaos and you enjoy what you hear, please leave a comment, like, subscribe, and go to all the social media. At Popculture Cupid on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Enjoy. Hey girl, how's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Life has been hectic and no. full, but very good. How about you? Oh, it's been good, also hectic, and I don't know about your temperature over in Israel, but we've been having the ho- most horrible heat wave here, mm-hmm. and we are just coming out of it, and oh, yeah, oh, horrible. Mm-hmm. Same. I live in a gallery apartment, and right. the gallery upstairs doesn't have an air conditioner, so for the for for the past month or so month and a half maybe even i had to bring my mattress downstairs and sleep on the floor because there's an air condition up here and upstairs it's like they, they it has like this heat unexplainable heat that you like it, you just can't sleep there without the aircon so oh, yeah. do you talk in yeah. celsius or in fahrenheit in celsius well okay me too what how many degrees celsius are you at I'm actually not sure. I haven't checked for a few days because now it's gotten calm, but yeah. it could get to to the late 30, like the 30 something. Oh. So yeah. Very hot. Also here, like early to late 30, and uh, yeah. And it's like, very hot. So it says I've been like I've just been slow with it. I've just been so slow about. <laughs> Like it got to a point yeah. where my pace was so messy, so messy. So mm-hmm. last week it started cooling down, and this week was okay. But we're gonna go back up this week, so we'll see. Ah, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully it stays good. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, it's nice in the evening. In the evening, now it's nice in the evening. During the heat, it was impossible. Also in the evening, but it's really nice here in the evening. It's nice and chilly because we're like on a hill. So. All right. Not here. It is. It is hot yeah. all the time. Ah, oh, yeah. Well, life sucks. It's September, so September should get a bit cooler. But who knows? Who yeah. Knows? Yeah. Who can? Who do we complain about this to? You know. <sighs> you yeah, got we need some... a complaint department. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We need like, especially in France. Like we are. We are known for our capacity to complain. Like, who yeah. do we complain about this to? Oh. Anyway, mm-hmm. you've got some dating advice for me. I do have some dating. Well, no, no, I have some <laughs> undating advice for you. Um, no, here's the, here's the thing. I want to preface this because I'm not 
a dating coach. You don't call yourself a dating coach either. You're like a love and relationship coach, which is yeah, very yeah, different I'm an, to me. Like interpersonal, Jesus, that's very hard. I interpersonal? Help people, yeah, that's that word. I help people that with word. relationships with other people. So it's a lot about romantic relationships, but it's also about communicating with your loved ones and friendship group and work and things like that. It's just mm-hmm. honoring your own boundaries. That's amazing. I love that. Okay. What I don't love is relationship advice of any kind. I feel like they're never really helpful yeah. and they're never what you need. Like yeah. people, and, and that's the thing is that people automatically assume that, that that's what you're looking for. Whether yeah. you're sharing with them or not, they will straight away go into advice mode and yeah. I'm like no 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 if I'm opening up to you I don't need you to tell me what to do I don't need you to give me useless advice I want you to listen and support me or if I don't then just leave me alone yeah and I feel like a lot of people oh I don't know I just feel like dating advice never works and I feel like people who give dating advice are just trying to I don't know what they're trying to do because I don't feel like it ever really works because it sort of makes you disconnected from from yourself when you're trying to be something that you're not and you're trying to follow someone else's advice and instead of going because as humans I feel I believe we're intuitive we have to we have gut feelings we have there's certain things that we just need to listen to ourselves and no one else 100% agree um in my so my clients usually they ask for my advice that's what they pay me for so I give them Mm -hmm. advice but then you know it's because we've been talking about it for a while so that's one thing but in my so on my social media I try to not give advice I try to give advice that it's difficult because advice needs to be tailored to the exact situation to a person who wants to hear advice so my friends people and, and my boyfriend's friends and things like that they would ask for advice anything from um just like relationship advice or sexuality and things like that and I say are you telling me this because you want my opinion as a friend or as a coach because Mm -hmm. that's two different things and I often get them to just think about it and they say actually and most of the time they will say actually I just needed to vent I just needed to just talk I don't need advice (laughs) exactly you know Unless you are paying someone to give you advice, then it's yeah. just, you know, you want to sometimes you just need to talk it through. So yeah, dating yeah. advice is just Yeah, but even then I feel like you need to yes, you want someone to give you all of the answers and to tell you what to do, but I feel like that prevents you from really connecting with yourself and getting to know yourself and it prevents you from really knowing what you want. Yeah. Like how can you ever know how to listen to your gut feeling and to your intuition if you're constantly listening to someone else and you don't even know how to you know how do I even listen to my gut feeling how do I know what's right and so 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 you're putting layers and layers of of other people's advice over your own so you don't really know how to listen to yourself uh anyway go for it because I I feel we like let's just tell me what you we we can go (laughs) Because the whole be yourself and listen to your intuition, like, is the worst advice. It's so mucky and unclear. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've started up. I'm just going to go. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But 
for me, and I'm sure everyone is the same, but when I'm in a consultation or at a job interview, when I, you know, when I still had job interviews or with friends or with my family or with my boyfriend, or with my boyfriend's daughter and things like that, I will always be myself, but the self that that looks like is different each time. And I have had yeah. to learn what Alison in this se- these situations look like. So mm-hmm. be yourself just doesn't mean anything. It's, you know, you want to do what feels right to you. And sometimes that goes against your intuition because you're also trying to protect yourself. And it's so complicated. So the, just be yourself. It's just, well, I don't know who I am when I'm with this person in this place doing this thing. Because if yeah. we are at a restaurant, I may be the most confident person in the world. But if we are bungee jumping off a cliff, I may just, you know, be a nervous wreck. And that is still myself. So <laughs> be yourself. No, it's it's stupid advice. It's just, it's not stupid advice. It always comes from a good place, but it it's give yourself a break and just allow yourself to mess up, I feel is a, would be better generic advice. Yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel like the intention behind it is, is, is well said because I think we should stick to our own wants and needs and who we are and what's right for us and our own you know instincts and intuitions and things like that but telling someone just be yourself it really is just a general very like you know what am I gonna you know what am I gonna do with that and most people don't even know who they are um instead of be yourself I would say go and and just do things that you love and enjoy go discover who you are go do some trial and error go enjoy life with yourself go take yourself on this adventure or that self-date and because we 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 are 360 degrees beings and there's all around emotions and complications and feelings and and especially for women yourself is very sorry well, I mean, especially for women, like, you know, it, we talk about, I feel like we talk about it more and more, and that's great. But, you know, women who are on non-hormonal birth control go through mm-hmm. these hormonal periods that really are so distinct from one another. And so, yeah, you know, depending on where you are, added to just general kind of like weather and things like that, you will just have different versions of yourself yeah and that's okay we need to learn how to I feel like we need to learn how to be okay with with each part of ourselves and 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 to know them I feel like that's when I'm most in control and I may may be digressing here but I feel like when I know myself really well when I'm very self-aware and I know the different parts of myself and I know what triggers each part of myself then I'm sort of I know myself better in different situations with different people and I know better what I want and how to react and how to respond or what person is right for me and what person isn't so I feel like yeah you should just be yourself but you know it's not that simple and that direct and it's not that easy nor is just being yourself the best it's not even dating advice I feel like that's not even like how is that yeah just be yourself Go on, yeah. be yourself, and then that will get you the perfect person. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> I mean, we I talk about this often with you know people in my life, but for example, my boyfriend JT, he can tell. Wait, was, are you dating Justin Timberlake? Yes, Justin Timberlake. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to. It's funny because he's French, and so we JT means um news at one so anybody uh, anytime i say of what i'm dating when i'm talking to jt they just keep talking about different tv presenters who do news at one on different channels. i never had justin Timberlake, yeah. so well done well done <laughs> sorry i had to yeah go no, on no, i appreciate it uh i'm telling this i think it's the first time he would have heard it as well <laughs> mm-hmm. um jean thomas jean thomas oh. Sounds so um, nice when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just that like be yourself and allow yourself to discover who you are. We were talking yeah. about, or we often talk about, you know, the evolutions we went through, he and I, and are still going through. And he was saying stuff like, I've changed so much and I'm not the same person and, and this person doesn't really rec- recognize me. And so it's mm-hmm. talking about, you know, being genuine and things like that. And there is a difference between kind of putting up a fake front to impress the person you're with and then just I... allowing yourself to change because of the situation and everything is changing. And and it's just adapting to each other. And as soon as it's not even, we're talking about relationships, but it's not even about relationships, just different people around you will make you act differently mm-hmm. and that, that's fine and yeah own it and and then you just want to re you want to recognize who are you the best version of yourself with and who brings out the worst in you for example yeah. about a year ago now um well more or less i realized that i was in this friendship where she was she a lovely girl honestly very very nice and I realized that she and I was so different and she was very judgmental still a lovely girl but quite judgmental and I found myself in a couple of lies and I thought oh why am I doing this why am I and it didn't feel great and so I just got myself out of this friendship because I didn't want to be lying to her but I still didn't want to be in a friendship where I felt judged and yeah. I justify myself. So yeah, so it's just you know being observant of ha- who you are when you are with these different people, and just uh, do you do you like this version of yourself? Yeah, and it's true. I feel like we think about it now. I feel like there's people that I've known in high school or in the army or in any part of life before now that wouldn't recognize me today because I'm a very different person because if you as humans we're constantly changing we're constantly developing we're constantly growing and and I feel like you don't need to find a person who's gonna accept you just for you you need to find a person that you can grow with and change with together because that's it you're gonna continue growing for the rest of your life and just a person that you can be yourself around and I feel like that's the most liberating feeling in the world when you don't have to put on masks and you don't have to pretend to be someone that you're not because at the end of the day we do have a lot of sides to us like I feel like 
I've been told so many times that I, that I'm that I'm very different when I speak English to when I speak Hebrew or when I'm in Israel to when I'm in London. And it's sort of different places and different languages and different people bring out different sides of us. Like with my best friend, I can be so much more free. I feel like I don't need to wear a mask. I feel like I don't need to pretend or filter or worry. And I can, I can just be myself with her and she'll accept it the way, the way it is and vice versa. So we're just like very free, very calm. And I feel like that's also another, a lot of times advice that people get is like, try to, you know, like you come to the first date and, and, and don't bring this up. Don't bring that up and, and just be, you know, try to, to, to bring your best self. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Just try to be your best self, not be yourself, be your best self. Bring a, and I feel like that makes us, I don't know if that's considered a second dating advice, but I feel like that makes us put on masks and pretend to be someone, someone that we're not or try to put on a show or work too hard to get them to like us. Like on my first date with my boyfriend, I was like, I'm done with, 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 I'm I'm done with dating shit and trying to be nice just to, or, or pretend to be someone that I'm not or to filter myself. I'm like, I'm coming as I am. Like I'm coming and, and just being myself and, and just, enjoying the evening and, and talking and if he doesn't like that then that's his issue or just the wrong person for me and it just ended up being amazing because right off the bat we we sort of started off just being ourselves and being comfortable and being I know we said not to be ourselves but like <laughs> or not to tell someone to be themselves but it's yeah. just not it's just not trying to always be perfect and to always be the best version of yourself because it we can never be perfect. We can never be the best. Like we can, I mean, we're always at, at our best, no matter what. I feel like, I don't know. I'm rambling. Please stop me. I will. I will. <laughs> I, that, I feel uh, what, I'll add on to, what I'll add on to what you just said is that, yes, you don't want to talk about things or not talk about certain things, etc. You want to go there and be in the best possible condition that mm-hmm. you can. So if you were, if you, if it's Friday night and you've had, a really like tiring week and you got in a like argument with your mother or things like that maybe that friday night is not where you, when you want to be going on a first date yeah and you can still go on the first date it's just and be yourself and see how it goes <clears throat> but you want to put yourself in the best condi- conditions so mm-hmm. not force yourself into being something that you're not but just you know maybe go to the gym just before maybe have a date on the Wednesday night or Saturday brunch and things like that so that's you know you don't want to force yourself to be anything else than who you are but you want to put yourself in the best conditions and the whole you know we were saying be yourself don't be yourself blah 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 if just to make it that much clearer is that yes you want to be yourself all the time but that's not good advice. Saying be yourself mm-hmm. is the same as saying as telling someone, oh, you should calm down or be careful on the road. <laughs> well, obviously I should be calming down and I should be careful on the road. But what does that yeah. mean? Well, calming down means you want to take yourself out of the situation, breathe deeply, count to 10, change the subject, you know, drink a glass of water, accurate things. Being careful on the road means make sure that all of your tires are pumped correctly. You know, 
follow the speed limit, make sure that your brakes are working, you know, that's concrete advice. So be yourself does, you know, it's, it's the automatic reaction to put yourself in the best condition. Make sure that you are being honest with yourself. Make sure that you are always telling the truth. You know, all of these things. Make sure that you are not sick. Make sure that your mind is completely focused on the person mm. that you are with. It's these, you know, re it's the concrete advice that will lead to being careful on the road, calming down and being yourself. And that doesn't work if you don't have the exact situation because you had a great first date with your boyfriend and, you know, now you've been together for a while. But because you were in great conditions, if you were kind of sick or frustrated with work mm -hmm. and things like that, you probably would have still gone on the date and still been yourself, just a different version. Yeah. That's, that's the whole difference. And me, what I do with people... So I have one client who helps asks for my help for his relationship but also for work and things like that and there's like a whole rounded thing but for work when he wants to talk with his business partner slash boss type of situation and he ha is about to have a tough conversation I tell him okay well get before you have him on the phone get everything done Make sure that you've eaten, make sure that you've taken this because I know that he'll be in the best possible conditions once he's done all of this because I've been talking to yeah. him for, what, I think eight months now. So I, I, I know him really well. <clears throat> he's, you know, mm -hmm. like step by step things. So yeah, be yourself is just generic and it's, yeah, of course. Like, who is going to give advice saying pretend to be Michelle Obama? It's, it's, it's very silly. Your turn. Yeah, I just feel like again, it's like the matter of of just not trying to put on a front or coming yeah. and not filtering yourself and not, you know, trying to only focus on everything that you're good at or trying to show yourself in a in just one specific light. I feel like you just need to come and let go and just flow, let it flow naturally out of you. Yeah. Without having to to constantly worry, oh my God, what is he thinking about me? How, how is he looking at me? What am I coming, how is he perceiving me? And how is he this and how is he that? We don't, like that's the problem. When we start worrying constantly, like what is how are they seeing us and what are they thinking about us and and it's also another huge reason why I, I believe so much more it's so important to take time for yourself so you get to know yourself so you trust yourself so you love yourself so you're independent and strong and you don't need other people's encouragement and and support of who you are or your or their um validation yeah you need your own and if they can't accept that, then again, it's just the wrong match, wrong, you know, their issue, their problem, their loss. And and again, when you know yourself so well and when you're strong on your own and when you're strong with yourself, you're not as desperate to get them to like you. Exactly. So. That's how you, you'll get the... And that's how you'll let go of the, the stupid, superficial things in life of just, does he earn enough money? Mm -hmm. Is he good-looking? Oh, yeah. Things like that. I mean, obviously you want physical attraction and financial stability, but you don't want to be yeah. aiming for like a billionaire 
who mm-hmm. is very handsome. And, and if you look at the billionaires, like they're not that good looking. They are no, they're not concentrated on their career, and that's it. And you know, that's not good or bad. It's just you know, we're yeah. not Christian Grey does not exist. Like we need to accept it. No, look at the end of the day. And I learned this now with my boyfriend as well. I mean, he's a very good looking man. He's very tall and handsome and big and we love it. But he's not my conventional taste that I would have normally gone for. And there's certain things that annoy me or certain things. And I'm like, Ugh! but like I, I learned how to, to realize that at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. It does like there's certain things that just like, what, what, like, that's not what matters at the end of the day, because it's just, it isn't about that. And, and and I'm a huge believer in not coming with a grocery list to date. I don't have like an A, B, C, D things that I'm looking for in a man. I'm I'm having a feeling that I get with the person and how they, and, and how we connect and how it flows and the chemistry and just how it feels to be around them. I'm not looking for an A, B, C, D and often, we think we know what we want when we don't actually and usually what we need is not what we think we want yeah I think that's kind of also letting go of those notions you want to I agree I think you want to tell yourself like what's the one key thing that you're looking for and what's the Mm -hmm. one key thing that you won't accept so yeah you know somebody with kids or somebody who do, who works out a lot or who travels or who's vegan or whatever yeah you know different to each their own you want to have the one thing that you know I need this but it's mm-hmm. probably going to look something like I want him to support me I want him to understand this ambition I want him to you know the kind of more abstract and then the yeah. red flag is going to be something you know I don't want I don't know, a smoker or somebody who, mm-hmm. who who works too much or things like that. You want to just have the one thing that he does for you and the one thing that he doesn't do and that's it. And same for yeah. things like that. And yeah, I agree, no grocery list. Yeah, it's- no, it's important to, to know your values and to know what your, your, your what am I looking? not borders, there's another word for it. Boundaries. Boundaries, thank you. Um, yeah, you need to know your boundaries and, and your values. And that's something, I feel like that's something completely different. Like you need to know what kind of person you're not willing to be with or what kind of person you want to be with. But like coming now with, okay, I want him to have this kind of job, this kind of income. I want him to have this kind of height, this kind of color eyes, this kind of dress code, this kind of that. It's just not, you know, I want him to be handsome. I want him to be kind. I want him to be patient. I want him to be like, you know what I mean? You you're so consumed by that that you're sort of missing out on the person that's right in front of you and your um your what's the word for it oh my bilingual mind I can think of the word in Hebrew but not in English right now you're sort of like you're oh what's the word for it you're like canceling them off the bat like you don't want them right off the start because they don't match your 100 percent your criteria's Yes, I see. <laughs> you, I think if I saw, understand. I think everybody sees what you mean of just like you're just not giving them the time of day of just you're missing. Yeah, you're missing out. Exactly, exactly. 
I agree. And I sorry, I'll just I'll just jump no, in. No, go on. I I talked to had I was talking to a couple of guys. I was I was going to say recently, but it feels like a couple of years ago now. <laughs> one guy had a huge shopping list, and it went down to she needs to run. 10 kilometers in less than 50 minutes she needs to blah blah blah. and he had this oh my god this other guy like she needs to do this 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 and this and then i said to them are you happy if you are single forever if you don't find this girl and both of them said yeah the only woman that will get me to settle down is the woman who will fill out all of this criteria and if she doesn't wow. then I'll just be single for the rest of my life and that's fine because because I have my friends and my family and this and I don't want kids and you know I blah 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 and all of this and they get and I was like well if you are honest with yourself of truly honestly men or women you are fine being single forever if you you know if you don't give in to anyone then that's fine. Have the huge shopping list. If you can see yourself at 110, dying alone, but you know, surrounded by friends or like nephews or nieces or whatever, that's fine. But without having any like close family of your own, and I don't mean that in a judgmental way. Mm -hmm. I mean that in a, if that is truly how you see yourself, then fine, have the shopping list. But if it's important for you to build something, or if you want companionship without necessarily building a family, but if it's, you know, if you see yourself sharing your life with someone, then you don't want the shopping list. You want, as you yeah. said, just how do you feel when you're with this person? How does, how do you make them feel and how do they make mm -hmm. you feel? And is it symbiotic and these types of things? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, each person has to do what, what's, best for them and and they have to come to terms with the fact that if they don't let go of their shopping list they may not find a person at all and if you're okay with them then that's you know yep. you can't it's very important it's impossible to um something that i'm curious about another piece of fun dating advice that i'm curious to hear what you think is that a lot of times people have told me that you shouldn't talk about this on the first date and don't talk about that. You should wait X amount of dates before you bring this up. And I'm like, why should there be a timeline to what? I feel like I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to have to wait an X amount of dates till he discovers this about me or something that I want and he may not want. And then we, we're wasting time and, time and emotion and energy and money. So I'm like, if it comes up on the first date, then it comes up on the first date, and maybe certain things should should come up as soon as possible. Like put all the cards on the table because especially when you're in your thirties already and you're not wanting to just date around just for the sake of dating around. You wanna get to the point. You wanna so like for example, my first date, like it, it sort of happened naturally, but I knew that I wanted to bring it up like right away so we don't you know get into something when we both don't want the same things like I we, we we I said I don't want to have kids at all like that's not me and he also doesn't want to thanks thankfully but imagine if he did and then we, I didn't say it in the first date and then we waited five dates until I finally bring it up because a certain person told me oh wait wait you don't want to scare him away with that piece of information oh. and then sort of 
that time comes around and then he's sort of like, but no, but I want kids and this is not going to work. So, yeah. I think, I think it's not black and white. I think there are nuances. Mm -hmm. You said it quite well in the, if it comes up, it comes up. Um, But with kids, I think kids is the one thing that you want to be sure about as soon as possible. Yeah. You know, with I I want kids oh I want a kid at one point and and on my first date with with Justin Timberlake um um, I for some reason didn't know that he had a child who was Mm -hmm. two and a half at the time um it was that kind of escaped like that information ran away from me and then he's, he just told me about his kid. And I said, whoa, 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 wait, you have a kid? And he said, yeah, I thought you knew. And I said, no, 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 I didn't know. And so I had to, my mind was racing, like, how do I feel about this? And just needed to, yeah. it, to catch up. And then I I said, I, I I feel you need to know that I want kids. I don't want kids now. I don't want to, you know, I'm not pressuring you into anything. But, you know, people who have kids may not want more kids. And so I said it on the first day, it came up and I said, I need to talk about this. And I also feel that when you are sure about something as big as kids, Mm -hmm. like you're not going to compromise on having kids. You just, you, you, it's just, you're not going to have half. It's impossible. Exactly. It's not like, Oh, I want a kid. Let's adopt a cat or a dog. It's just, so no, you want to, I think, I think you want to say it as soon as possible. I think when you're 18, you want to give yourself some time of just really thinking about it. But when you get to, 30 is still young but you still kind of you know you have come out of school you've been working your mindset is a bit different and when you're 18 you're thinking about having kids when you're 30 when you're 30 you're yeah. thinking about having kids kind of about now so you want to be yeah. so I think kids is the thing you want to just talk about it like off the bat I know what I want because usually when you're in your 30s and above like things are clear and think if things are not clear then that's fine but make sure that you are ready to assume the consequences you know that has to be that so with kids it's a great example I think the advice of you don't want to tell him that and scare him off well if you're sure that you don't want kids and he's sure that he wants kids and you're five dates in ten dates in and feelings are like kind of coming up yeah it's just chaotic with all of the rest <sighs> With all of the rest of, you know, I was married and now I'm divorced or or I had this disease or this whatever and things like that. You know, people talk about having AIDS or, you know, everything else, everything else that's not this having kids, then if it comes up, it comes up. And yeah, you, it's the thing in the first date that, if you're with somebody who can't hear that you have a past, then they're not mature enough to be dating you. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. don't want to be forcing yourself into a conversation that may bring up a lot of things. So it's just yeah, see how it goes. And it fits into the whole feel how you like, just observe how you feel. And if it's the right moment, then talk about it, but don't force the conversation. So the advice of don't bring it up is stupid. It's just, no, 
if it feels like it has to yeah. come up, it has to come up. Especially since it usually is like accompanied by a you don't want to scare them away right away. Or you don't want you don't want them to to get the wrong impression and they don't want it that like I feel like it's just ridiculous. It's who you are. You can't avoid it. And and if they're not a hundred percent with you because of this one thing or because of a few things, then you wanna know it as soon as possible. And you don't wanna to have to, you know, go through the whole tiring process of going on date after date and then like only after five or six seven dates discover that you know they don't want to date someone with a kid or they don't want to date someone who wants to get married right away or they don't want to date someone who's divorced or whatever it is so yeah 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 and yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree I was thinking about this other client who's been separated from his wife for two years now and the divorce still isn't final only because I mean 20 plus year marriage like divorces are messy and things like that and so he's kind of not having trouble but he's he's a very handsome guy he I don't have any worries about him dating anyone but some women are saying I don't want to be dating somebody who's not divorced yet and if they are blocking at this when you know they're not looking for deeper information of how long have you guys been separated? Yeah. Is she aware that <laughs> dating because it could always be a lie? And if the, you know, if people put barriers up without going deeper, it's fine. There is no judgment. It's fine. But mm-hmm. think of it yourself of just, well, is this a type of person that I really want? And you know, we all have, yeah. as you said, our values and our boundaries. And I agree, those are two different things of the value is close to our heart and the boundary can just kind of like be further away, but still be very strong. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you want to listen to all of that and the whole, yeah, but what if they don't like me? Well, then they don't like you. And, you know, and it's, I know it's cliche. It's uncomfortable advice. It's uncomfortable talk because the result of what if they don't like me? is I'm still going to be alone you don't want to be with somebody who doesn't like you for a couple of years and then start over in two years you want to avoid yourself that suffering yeah yeah that went really like that went fast very (laughs) yeah um, should we dive into a couple more or yeah 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 I love this I okay okay perfect me too I love it I love it I love debunking um dating mm-hmm. advice so another thing that irks me to the to the core of my bones is when people say don't play hard to, oh no sorry play hard to get oh, oh, and oh, I'm like oh, oh, and I'm oh. like okay wait on a minute we need to we need to we need to take this apart a minute first of all the whole concept of, because this is playing games to me, the whole concept of ignoring calls or taking a while to answer them or pretending to be busy and you can't go out on a date, that's just ridiculous. That's opening the gate for games. Right. And that's like also, I mean, if you don't have any plans and you want to go out, then just go out. I mean, what's the big deal? Like, he's not going to think you're desperate because you don't have plans on a certain night and if he does think you're desperate for that then 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 that's the least of your worries because he's not the right person probably but I feel like you're just gonna miss out on you might miss out on a great person same with again my boyfriend he asked me out 
on a, I think it was a Sunday night. And he was like, we were chatting for a couple of days. And then he was like, hey, if you want, maybe tonight we can do something. And I'm like, I, I could have said, oh, I have plans because I want to seem cool because I don't want to seem desperate. But I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And yeah. he was like, and, 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 and it ended up being amazing. It was fun. And I'm like, you, you, you could miss out. And then he could have, if I said no and whatever, it could have sort of, we it sort of could have faded or, or we could have like not found a different time after that to meet up. So it's like, if you have the opportunity and it's last minute, then what's the big deal? There's no reason to, you know, so there's like the two aspects of also not missing out and not pretending to be busy when you're not. And also not playing games of, of like, you know, sometimes I do that too because I'm like, you know, but just if you're actually busy, then that's fine. But don't pretend to be busy just to, to, to not answer them right away and to not seem desperate or to not, you know, I feel like that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 the, the words that, that's the, in that four word sentence, there are three words that are bad. Play, hard, mm-hmm. Playing games is great, but it's not, in bed. you know, <laughs> in bed, amazing. Yeah. I was thinking more on board games, but great. <laughs> well, that, 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 that's nice too, I guess. Playing, you know, you know, it's not real life. So, you know, why would you play in real life as stupid? Hard, like everything in life is difficult enough as it is. You don't want to be adding obstacles to what you want mm-hmm. and get, I'm sorry, you are not an object. You are not a prize. You have worth. So you, you don't want yeah. anyone to get you or have you. Even though we may talk about this whole, oh, it's romantic to feel like he's mine and I'm his or whatever. You know, playing hard to get is just, you know, you're not a carnival game. I agree <laughs> wholeheartedly. And it's, I mean, my one of my previous relationships, I kind of, fell into that of just not honoring what I was wanting from him and things like that. And so I wasn't texting him. That lasted over a year. It's like, when do you stop? When when do you stop? Mm-hmm. And when do you switch? Yeah. yeah. And with with Justin Timberlake, I'm gonna I <laughs> You're gonna go for it. You're gonna go for it. Um, we were it kind of it just we fell into each other. I mean, that sounds very, whatever. I'm going to move on from that sentence. (laughs) We went, so we met and then we went on our first date. And then during that first date, he texted me saying, no, 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 not during that first date. But he said, what are you doing tomorrow? When do you go to the gym? And I said, I usually go in the morning. He said, well, if you want to go at lunch tomorrow morning with tomorrow at lunch with me, I'd really love that. So we ended up going at lunch the next like 12 hours later and then mm-hmm. he texted me in the afternoon saying I had plans tonight do you want to see each other and so I did have plans but I kind of cut those plans short saying yeah sure I'll see you again mm-hmm. and so it kind of went really fast and then I went away for a bit and so we called each other a lot during that time and that was fine. And I'm not saying you should be looking for that. I'm saying that felt right at the time. And so we did. Mm-hmm. And any any coach would have told, any dating coach 
well, a lot of dating coaches would have definitely said, don't pick up, don't see him so fast, don't, mm-hmm. you know, don't seem so available, things like that. Well, yeah. that's what I was wanting and needing at that time. And it turns out that he was giving that and he was wanting it as well. And so it happened. And, you know, many months later, we're still together and in love. And that's great. That's amazing. And if I hadn't done that, then we would just not be together today. It's just for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, you want to just, if you want to write to him, then do it. And if he doesn't respond and if he's not on that type of energy, then he probably never will. You know, yeah. it just, it, you may kind of lull him into a false sense of security of, oh, this girl, she's not so needy or we're on the same wavelength and things like that. And then your needs are never being honored. And because we're women dating men, which, you know, we assume that we're talking to women, but the same goes for men. If you want to write to her or if you want to not write to her, then, but still be with her, then that's fine. You want to honor that and just make sure that your needs are being met because you may be wanting to give more or give less and things like that. So playing hard to get is just, again, it's, <laughs> the, the, I think the idea, I hate that. Oh, I hate this. Oh, so <laughs> it's ridiculous. I wanted to see how you are because if you're being anything else, you know, if you're not doing what you need in the moment, mm-hmm. it's a recipe for never getting what you want. Exactly. And losing out yeah. and constantly yeah. missing out. And I feel like, look, I also hate the words that are used. And I'm going to use them anyway just for the lack of uh, better words at the moment. But like, I feel like you shouldn't play hard to get you should be hard to get and what I mean by that is not to like play games at all what I mean is don't pretend to have a a full life and to be busy don't pretend that you can't go out don't pretend that you can't answer right away live your life and that's the problem a lot of times with people that I see who are trying to just avoid being by themselves and are just desperate to find someone and just going on day after day after day after day they're not taking the time to actually live their life and fill it up when you that's sort of like naturally being hard to get yeah sort of nurturing your friendships and your family and your hobbies and your career and your passions and going on adventures and traveling and doing things with yourself and in your life that make you seem not only make you seem to have you don't have to pretend to have a life you actually have a life and I feel I find that that makes us more interesting to the other person and that's more appealing and that person also knows okay they have a life they won't be relying solely on me to make them happy to lift them up to make them strong to entertain them to be there for them because they already have a life and I feel like I sort of get the, the, the point of like, you know, when you're dating someone and they're very easy or they don't have anything going on for them, that, that's kind of a turn off. But like, Amen. you don't have to play games. You just have to, 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 to focus. I feel like that's the best kind of thing that you can do is, is, is don't focus on, on just, trying to be something for someone and pretending or playing games is just 
actually be that person if that's who you want to be then go out and do it and do things and then it sort of naturally be just you won't be willing to ask and just go for anyone and you won't be as easy or just willing to to settle for anyone you can get you're going to be that hard to get person because you have a life and you're not going to give up your time just for anyone amen and i will add mm-hmm. to that that if you yeah, for lack of a better word, are hard to get, even though there's, you know, if you are a high-quality person, yeah, you will only only accept, you know, people who will add value, which is great. And if you are playing hard to get and if you are just kind of pretending things like that, first of all, people will see that. People kind they won't see it as in, oh, she's playing a game, but they'll see it, there's something off with the whole personality because you're not just being honest and then the other thing is that you you michelle went through this i i feel like you went from being this very active woman and then when your guy came into your life you adapted to him and so you just Mm -hmm. carved out some time and it was fine because you just you know you made that available but if you're forcing yourself into something that's not natural then you're not going to be able to have the accurate correct amount of time and then you're just going to miss out because yeah. why would, you know, if you are not available when he's available and things like that, then you're just going to kind of miss these opportunities because he, you know, if you are missing the opportunity because you are genuinely busy and genuinely have a life, then that's great. But if you are missing yeah. it because you're pretending and then it turns out that something else and things like that, it's not going to feel as great. Yeah. I was a pro at being busy and being constantly doing something. And it, to me, it was impossible. Like the, the thought of making time for someone was near impossible. And I feel like, first of all, I with the right person, you, you find the time. You find the time. You find the ways to, to put them into your schedule and, and to, to spend time with them. And you also sort of, you, you, again you're not willing to just make time for anyone and, and with the right person you want to do that and it's okay to do that and you have to know when when you you want to and when you don't so and thinking about it now there's something that 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 I always hear and I've heard a lot of controversies surrounding this and I'm curious to hear what you think is that if he wanted to he would that's something that I actually, I see you rolling your eyes, but that's actually something that I do believe to a certain extent. I feel like a person, when they want, like there's a, there's a quote, I can't remember who it's by, but it's like, there's no such thing as I have no time. It's just, I don't want to. And I feel like, look, we use we use this term too loosely. Like we, that's like our excuse for everything. Oh, if you wanted to, you would. And it's not that black, it's not black and white. It's not like, you know, that easily, oh, it's so easy to make time for me or whatever. And we shouldn't expect the person to just, you know, throw everything away and immediately be 100% with us and immediately make time for us. But I feel like, and I'm not talking about extreme cases when a person has to move across the world for a job or has someone in their family who's sick and needs them right now or anything like that. I'm talking about, in while in dating 
a person who who's not showing up, who's not calling you, who's not texting you, then it's just not that interested in you and you shouldn't be waiting around for them. Because I feel like when a person really wants to be in your life, they will find a, w- a way to be there. Again, we, in Hebrew, we have a saying which I absolutely love, which is we vote with our legs. A person who wants to be somewhere, who wants to do something, shows up. And I feel like, and 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 I feel like you, and I feel like saying that if he wanted to, he would is is not true. Is like our way of trying to excuse their behavior. I is saying, yeah. Let's see what reason, you, I'm very fascinated to hear what you have to say about this. The reason why I was kind of rolling my eyes is because <laughs> is because why do we care what he wants? Mm-hmm. You want to, and if he yeah. wants. I yes I I agree fundamentally it's kind of you know it's the nuance between play hard to get and be hard to get and things like that I'm not excusing them but let's admit that they do want to and this is how they you know this is how they show up yeah then do you want that well no I want somebody who's more present or less present or I want somebody who you know does different things and things like that so if he wanted to, he would, well, yes, probably, because the same goes for us, that if we wanted to do something, then we would do something. I mean, I will put a tiny asterisk on that of the whole fear of fate, fear, like fear of success and things like that. And let's just, let's just, yes, we agree it exists. It's not the topic right now. Um, so who cares about if he wanted to, he would. Are you happy with the way that he's showing up? Whether or not he wants to, yes, okay, well then fine, just keep going. If you're not, then that's that's that, just stop. Come back onto, you know, who's number one? You are, I am, whatever. You know, how am I feeling? You know, he's not showing up for my needs right now. Then let's just stop thinking about what he wants. I don't want this and that's fine. For example, um... I, I don't have a concrete example, but, you know, you have the perfect image of your partner in mind. Everybody kind of has this, you know, this is blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and we, it never really happens. There's always these small different, these, you know, these weaknesses and faults and things like that. If he, and so, yeah, if he wants, wanted to change these things, he would. And so he's not changing these things. Do I feel okay with this? So, for example, uh, I don't know, JT sometimes smokes. I hate smoke, and I, and so he mm. sometimes smokes with his friends. And when I found that out, it kind of, it I wasn't happy about it. And we could go into well, if he wanted to quit, he would, and blah blah, and make you happy. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, really, I'm just a bit sad that he's, you know, damaging <clears throat> his health. But he never does it when I'm around. He only does it when he with like every other Sunday with his friends a little bit. I never sm- smell it on him. So really, is that <clears throat> that much of a big deal? Yeah. And no, and, you know, and it's not perfect. And I know it doesn't fit in the whole, if he wanted to see you, he would. But it kind of just, you know, think about how it does make you feel. Forget about his health. Forget, you know, think about, does it really affect me? Really? Yes, no. Okay, I'm happy to live with it or I'm just going to move on. So mm-hmm. if he wanted to, he would. Yes, it's true, but who cares what he? <clears throat> yeah, and it doesn't apply in every. Sorry. 
you you think about what you want and then just see if that fits. Yeah. yeah. And again, it doesn't apply for every situation and for every, like, because it's not 100%. Like, if he wanted to stop smoking, he would. And he may not even want to stop smoking. He may enjoy, you know, smoking with his friends every once in a while. And that's okay. And I feel like, again, it's it's such, it, it's why it's so important to, to live our own life and to have, like, such a strong sense of self and have a, a full life of things of all around things that we at the end of the day once we have such a fulfilling life we don't care exactly what other people think what other people want we focus on what we want and then we sort of attract ourselves people who want similar things or people who align or people who accept and we're not as like desperate to get them to want or we're not as desperate to impress them we're not as desperate to to try and get them to show up first, even when they don't want to. And we don't obsess as much on whether or not they want to show up for us or not. But at the end of the day, I feel like if someone's not showing up, if someone's not responding, if someone's not giving as much as they're getting, or if someone's making you do all the effort, then it's sort of like take a step back and and just live your life. And when you have a life to live, then it's not it's not a, it's not a big deal and it's not so dramatic. And you're like, okay, you're lost. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, making that okay. I have this, I'm going to try and like do it in a different way. So my parents are, were thinking about, they had this holiday house by the beach. Um, and they were thinking of either doing work on the house or buying a new house. And there was this whole kind of everything in my family, like everybody sits around the table and everybody decides and things like that. And, Mm -hmm even though it's their money and their whatever. Um, and so my dad called, I wasn't there when they were thinking about this. And so he called me up because he wanted me to be included. And I said, where do you see yourself for retirement? And he's like, what's that got to do with anything? And I said, well, this is your retirement plan. Where do you see mm-hmm. yourself for retirement? Because they had this really great house opportunity that was like, like it fit all of the criteria yeah. anyway. And I said, if you think about, you know, where you want to be, like, in five or six years for my dad, then, like, clearly, what's the vision? Then your mm. decision now is just going to fall into place. And you're not going to be afraid to make a mistake of either buying the house or doing the work. Because even if it doesn't work out, you made that decision, you know, because that's how you felt in the moment. And so... They thought about it and they realized that they weren't going to buy this house that they were terrified of missing out on and were about to, you know, spend yeah. a amount of money on things like that. They didn't buy the house. Yeah. And it's, I think it's sold now. And so they are, you know, and they, and that's the, they didn't miss out on it because they, they realized that that's not what they needed. And mm-hmm. they were, and so maybe in five years, they'll be like, oh, I, we should have bought the house. But they're never going to regret it because it's just going to, because they will have thought, no, that didn't fit our plans. And so we did it. Same goes for love lives or relationships. Where do you, mm-hmm. like, what do you need from people? What do you need for yourself? Where do you see yourself in one year? Married, with kids, living across the world, things like that. And does this person fit that? Yes. Well, then you probably aren't, you know, aren't having any trouble but if they don't fit that then let them go you're not missing out 
yes, you're going to be alone a little bit longer, but if they're not fitting that mold, then just, you know, let them go. It's, it doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad person. It's just not the right, you know, fit. That's that. Yeah. And I feel like if, of course, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And I feel like if you have to force something or if you have to work so hard to get something to work, then it's just not right. It should flow and it should be natural. And yes, it takes effort. And yes, it never comes 100% easy, but it also shouldn't be a constant uphill battle. Yeah. And and you shouldn't also have to be putting in so much work just to get them to want to be with you or to want to make time for you. They should want to do that. And if they don't, then that's totally okay. You just have to, you, we just have to learn how to walk away. And again, that's why it's so important to have such a strong sense of self and have such a strong relationship with yourself and be confident because that that helps you just walk away much easily and yeah. to not be desperate for someone and to not like, constantly chase people because you know your worth you know who you are you're strong on your own and you're not afraid to lose anyone and you're not like willing to put up with anything just for the sake of having them in your life yeah so yeah absolutely absolutely wow (sighs) well should we do one more should we uh well i mean do you have already i do i do this it's a it's a bit of a juicy one which I love to talk about but um this is something that I've heard so much and it's like so like but it's you'll find them when you're least expecting it and that's something that first of all Nobody can see me. Melt away. Don't go. Come back. Find the one at least expect them. I'm wondering where I should start on this thing, on this huge thing. Because my, my, well, I have a theory. I'm going to start bang right into it, dive right into the deep end. I have a theory. I feel like we all misinterpret this piece of nugget, whatever you want to call it. I feel like people think that they, they should, just shouldn't expect it. They shouldn't think about it and they should avoid whatever. I don't know. And so they try to like avoid it and say, but I'm not expecting it. I'm, I'm, I don't, I, I'm like, I lost hope. And they sort of like, I don't really believe it will happen to me because look how much time has passed and I can't find anyone, but that's not it. I feel like that's not, in general, I feel like saying that to someone is just completely, like you said beforehand with the analogy of like drive safe. It's like, that's not the, the, the thing that's going to, Again, this comes back to, and this is what I felt that happened to me is like, because for a long time I was like, I'm not expecting it. I'm I'm not thinking about it anymore. Like I'm, but I'm still, I'm still desperate for it. I'm still going on, on a bunch of dates. I'm still doing this and that. And I'm still focusing most of my time on this. So in a way we're sort of always expecting it, but I feel like, and this is where we misinterpret sort of kind of my theory this is where we misinterpret it is that we shouldn't least expecting it is when you're actually living your life when you're not 
focusing 100% of your time on just dating and just trying to find someone when you're not wasting all of your single life away and trying to find a romantic relationship, when you're taking advantage of your single life to focus on your career, on your passions, on your hobbies, on traveling, on friends and family, and the list goes on and on, and taking care of yourself and building a self-relationship, I feel like that's not expecting it. I feel like that's when you're in such a good place when in your life, when you have such a fulfilling life that that at the end of the day, you're not willing to settle for anything and you're not you're not constantly worried about when you'll find that person. I feel like that's something that you should focus on instead is how you're filling your life up and how, what you're focusing on. And then and then when you do that, they 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 find you. It just comes. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think you said it really well. Um, I'm gonna try and and kind of rephrase it to for the people who didn't feel you said it well. But I th- <laughs> the people who say you'll find it when you least expect it, I don't know if they genuinely believe that or whatever. But you know, it's oh, I. I think you said it really well. Yes, it is misinterpreted. So if you are desperate for a relationship, then you will Mm -hmm. go on desperate dates and meet desperate people and and go in this whole of desperate, um, vicious circle of negativity. And so you'll find it when you least expect it. When I met my boyfriend, it it was at a time when I wanted a relationship but I was concentrated on just feeling better. It was a weird time in my life. And, and it was just, you know, I was just thinking, okay, I'm just going to, I'm rebuilding and I'm going to rebuild. And that's mm-hmm. when he showed up. And, and so we met in just, I was, it was a singles event that I was co-hosting. Mm-hmm. And that's how we met. And I was like, that's okay. Incredible. And and so everybody says, oh, you see, like meeting people when you're not expecting them. And I was like, well, no, I was, I'm single and I'm a love coach and want to be in a relationship. And he was at a dating event. Like We're both in the kind of mindset of we want to meet someone, but we weren't expecting to meet each other in this mm-hmm. circumstance because it was different reasons. And that's kind of the nuance of, yeah, you're, if you're desperate to go on dates, then it will happen desperately. However, if you are doing what you said, which is building your best life and kind of, you know, what filling your life with richness and and abundance of amazing things and the right people, then the right guy will show up. And if you yeah. don't expect him to show up, if he does show up, you won't see him. You mm-hmm. want to keep an eye out yeah. for the right guy. And this is how, you know, you get these people who are, 40 or 50 or 60 who are single have been single for a while and who kind of oh yeah it'll happen what it'll happen and I don't really care and things like that if you don't care and if you're not keeping an eye out then the right person is just going to drive by yeah and if you are over focused on the relationship and not the good relationship then same you're just going to see the people who are as desperate as you are and the right person is going to walk by but if you're just thinking, okay, I want a good life and I'm going to do all of these things, and I'm just keeping an eye out for the good stuff and mm-hmm. only going to take the good stuff, then that's how you are just aware of the right stuff in person. 
So it'll happen when you least expect it. No, you need to expect it. You know, it's coming back to the driving analogy. If you're driving safely, you're not gonna show up at the place when you least expect it. You're just gonna be aware of each turn and everything, but still keep your mind busy with a bit of music and things like that. And you'll just turn at the right places because you're aware of what you're doing. And then yeah. so you're taking the turn or the exit because that's the right place to go. Same for the right person. You're just gonna go to that person because you wouldn't you know he was gonna he or she was gonna show up, and then you're just gonna head that way. So it'll happen when you least expect it. I mean, I get it. I get the advice. You know, same for the rest of it of be yourself and play hard to get and whatever. I get it on principle. It's just it lacks a lot of explanation and the context yeah. like that. And so it get it gets misused. It's kind of mm -hmm. like the expression, oh, jack of all trades. The whole expression is jack of all trades, master of none. Doesn't sound as good anymore. Same of blood is thicker than water. The full expression is the blood mm -hmm. of the covenant is thicker than the water of, of the table, which means um, thicker. I, I even think of the water of the womb. That's the, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb which means the blood of the people that you choose to be with, that link is stronger mm -hmm. than the water that you shared with your mother that you didn't choose to be with. So yeah, all of these things, I get it, but it needs more explanation of just yeah, be aware of the right people coming in. And, and the, for women who are looking for the really handsome, rich guy, the guy who earns a little bit less and who may be a little bit less good looking might be, the best cook, best lover, best listener, most generous kind of person in the world who's going to shower you with gifts when the other guy is just not going to be available for you and you're going to miss him. Yeah. So, yeah, just yeah. it'll happen when you least expect it. Well, if you're not expecting it to happen, then it will just go right past you. Yeah. But also telling someone, don't expect it to happen. Like, just focus on others. It's sort of like that kind of counterintuitive thing that you sort of that you someone tells you not to do something and then you're sort of hyper aware about it and you're like you, you want to do it even more so like you're sort of pretending to not expect it but like and then you're sort of in this kind of cycle of confusion and I feel like yes you need to expect it to a certain extent because you if that's what you want you need to put yourself out there and you need to to take steps to do the things that you want to get but you sort of have to find the right balance. I'm a huge believer in balance, like finding, and we each have our own like sweet point where the balance is just right. And you just have to find that for yourself where you're sort of not ex constantly just expecting, looking at maybe that's him, maybe that's him, maybe that's, the, you know what I mean? You're like sort of living your life, but that you're still a part of you wants that and you're, but it's not all consuming. And I love, I love the use of, of the vicious cycle where it's just like you're, you're sort of running yourself around your own tail and doing the same things again and again expecting different results and you're sort of in this insanity cycle where so you sort of have to learn how to live your life while still expecting to find someone yeah. and, and and being very mindful towards it where you're not just willing to go out with just anyone I feel like that's just confusing and that just makes you go on all of the wrong dates. You want to be mindful and be very 
not picky, but like sort of very selective with who you're willing to go out with. Exactly. Who are you going to spend? You've got this amazing life for yourself that you want to keep making richer and fuller and things like that. Then just be mindful of who you're going to be including. And there's, you know, it's just finding the balance of you don't want to be closed off to everyone, but you don't want to let anyone in of just give this person a chance of go on one day and see how it goes or maybe mm-hmm. have a you know if you're on dating apps have a good conversation don't just you know have a bit of an exchange of just get the feeling for this person you know you want to have some you know not criteria but you want to just values and boundaries you know you yeah. gets you know you've got values and that's one thing and then there's boundaries on the other side and it's just finding somewhere in the middle yeah and actually this being said it sounds it sounds like a bit of a mission and of just this enigma and it is it is and so if you're not expecting it to happen and if you're not willing to put a little bit of energy into it then it's just not going to happen for you so you know it's just yeah <clears throat> not meant to be very very difficult but it's not easy at the same time just you know yeah well, it's like expecting to win the lottery without actually buying a ticket. Exactly. 100% of people who win the lottery played. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way. But yeah, I feel like that's a good note too because we're like, we can go right. on forever. I feel like but we've, we've, been, we've been at this for like over an hour. So yeah, hour and 20. It's the longest one yet. Ooh, okay. But it was good. It's a, it's a nice meaty subject. It is. I can go on forever about these things because it irks me. It irks me to to no end when people just give this random dating advice, which is just not like. And we even haven't spoken about getting over one person by getting under another person. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, topic for another time. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, anyway, if you're still with us after all that. They are, they are. It was quality. <laughs> they are with us. We, they, they love her. Oh, there's another perfect word in Hebrew where, where someone just talks and talks and talks and and we call it digging. Like you're digging. So we're digging. We're digging. If you like our <laughs> then follow us at Pop Culture Cupid on all of the platforms. Yeah, and come let us know what you think about dating advice. What's the worst dating advice that you've ever gotten? And what other things would you like us to talk about? Because I'm interested to see what other people like are interested in. Yeah, what's the audience? Yeah. Okay. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye.